downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Parsons Radio! I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess it's a show where you talk to people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Cat. What's up, bitch? This is Mary Coolin. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trackerberry with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene Craighead George. It's Monica. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? It's raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. <laughs> oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid. It's childish. And I would never do that to you. Louis Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hand. I take care of feral cats. There's a meatball. It's in the house. <laughs> Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller. I'm not a fan of the show. I've never heard of it before. Are you back to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I truly really can't tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. Come in. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest? Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is your host, Colby Smith. It's true. I'm alive. I'm not dead. I'm back. I've missed a couple weeks here. Missed uh, last week. Was here the week before that. Missed the week before that. But now, as Aerosmith would say, we dream on. (laughs) No, we're back in the saddle. We're back in the saddle. I'm not going anywhere between now and the Christmas holiday, my friends. So strap on in and get yourselves ready for uninterrupted weeks of Young Persons Radio between now and the end of the year. Our number, 904 And folks, I don't like to beg, okay? I have had to sit here in in recent weeks, and just be like, please call my show. I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll do anything if you call my show. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing it. You call if you want to call. I want you to call, but I'm not going to do one of these impassioned pleas that I've uh, become known for. 
in recent weeks, just being like, hey, call the show. It's a fun time. Because it's true. Sure. Sure. But if you don't want to call, I don't need you. I don't need you. You turn your radio off right now. You never listen to this station again. But if you're listening, you call. 904-351-0729. A couple of quick news items that we have to get out of the way here first of all. I want to thank uh, a longtime friend of the show, Jonathan Lerner, for filling in for us last week while we were away. His show, The Next Best Thing, is every Monday at 10 p.m. right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I've known him since the very beginning of my tenure at this station. And uh, he is a top-notch guy, top-notch host, as you heard last week. And if you want more of that, you can tune into his show, all of which is, of course, available on the Radio Free Brooklyn archives at Potomatic.com. Again, his show is The Next Best Thing, and that's every Monday at 10 p.m. Jonathan, you're a mensch. We appreciate it. Now, the great thing about this show is, you know, we're like uh, we're like the kid in high school who kind of just floats in between groups. You know, maybe uh, he or she has friends in every camp, you know, friends with the nerds, with the band geeks, with the jocks, with the eggheads. That's what this show is like. We can hang with the smart kids, with uh, the the, the music, the, the punks. With uh, the funny guys, with the uh, with the nerds, you know, and I just want to say, we've been shut out of the Brooklyn Comedy Festival this year. First, we were shut out of the Aspen Ideas Festival, then the New Yorker Festival, then New York Comic Con, and now this. And I just want to say, shame on all of those institutions. And of course, as always, shame on the New York City Landmarks Conservancy for refusing to acknowledge my contributions to the city. This is just, I don't know if 2018 can get any worse on a personal level than that. But, you know, here we are. Here we are. And one final piece of news before we, before we uh, go to our guest, because we have a guest in the studio today. We're, we're, we're back to, uh, we're back, we're, we're doing what we do best here. One final piece of news. The Elton John Farewell Tour has begun. It kicked off last weekend in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I am going next month, first of his Madison Square Garden dates. And if any one of you bastards, if any one of you sons of bitches spoils the set list for me, I'm packing this thing up. I'm moving to Canada. That's the thing that's going to get me out of this country. If anybody spoils anything about that show before I get there. It's going to be a, a John Wick-style revenge tale. I'm going to be coming for you. I'm going to be staying in, like, criminal hotels <laughs> in the middle of uh, uh, the meatpacking district, just biding my time, just coming for you with everything I got. So mark my words. Nobody, nobody say a damn word. Now, my guest today is a writer, an editor, an improviser, and a Clio award-winning advertising copywriter. I didn't know this about you. You're not on yet, but I'm just I'm talking at you like you're on. 
Her writing has appeared in McSweeney's Refinery 29, Reductress, Real Simple, and so many more. She currently serves as the books editor at HelloGiggles.com, where she reviews new fiction, has written about pop culture, and interviews some of the biggest stars in the world. So I guess, Elizabeth Entenman, my first question is, how does it feel to be Young Persons Radio's most accomplished guest? Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. You get right up on that mic. There we go. I'm new to this. Perfect. There we go. Perfect. Um, it feels it feels uh good. <laughs> my, see, my accomplishments are not like they're just so scattered that mm. they don't really add up to much. You know, it's not like I like really went for it in one thing. It's just kind of everywhere. Okay, but I mean, <laughs> you got the, to the top of the advertising pyramid. True. Right away. True. Would you share? A little bit of this story, the, of your journey to winning a Cleo. Sure, um, it's so. It's uh, I'm sorry. If it's uh, it's it seems uh, it's very out of my uh, uh, usual sphere of influence to encounter award winning, like advertising people. Um, I worked on the it's it's for it was for a Mountain Dew project, and I worked okay. on the Mountain Dew account for many years. Did you come up with Do the Do? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was. Really, we started experimenting with virtual reality. It sounds silly now, but this was like five, four, four years ago mm -hmm. when like no one was really doing anything with it or really understood what VR was. Mm -hmm. And so we just came up with this way to keep integrating like do is like the people who, you know, it's like very extreme sports type mm -hmm. type of fans, I suppose, who uh -huh. drink Mountain Dew. And so we just kind of, and they have these, um, like these celebrity, they call them all stars, these like athletes who represent the, the brand. And I think okay. they've all changed since I've been, since I worked on it, but it was mm -hmm. like skateboarders and, you know, snowboarders. And so, and you could, we like made these experiences where you could put on a VR headset and like go on a skateboarding run with, mm -hmm. you know, P-Rod or go like uh, snowboard down a mountain with, what was his name? Danny Davis. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was innovative. It was so innovative at the time and no one was really like experimenting with it and each one got better and better. And yeah, that was enough to be recognized. And, and it, it was like a sports Clio. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but it I, is you the, just say Clio. You don't tell someone you want a sports Clio, right. you know, but it's 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 the highest honor in mm -hmm. the field. It's like this. It's like the advertising Emmys. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. People are either like, I don't know what that means. Or they're like, oh, Don really Oh, like, absolutely. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm going to adjust this very oh, carefully. Thank you. Is that Does that feel? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, Don Draper. <laughs> mm -hmm. More of a Peggy than a Don. But sure. We all have yeah. our Don moments. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. We certainly do. <laughs> I have them whenever I'm sitting on the Metro North train <laughs> coming in from my, uh, my suburban <laughs> Westchester home. Uh, having abandoned my kid's birthday party. <laughs> exactly. One of the all-time great moments in TV, I think. Yeah. I think my... Now I'm, now I'm just talking about Mad Men. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. I think my all-time great Don moment is when he fell asleep. He, it was like very... One of his like last terrible spirals of the series mm. and he fell asleep with a woman and they panned out in a way that he woke up with a different one. Yes. And you were yeah. just like, oh... Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was season four. Season four. <laughs> yeah. A couple of Mad Men scholars here yeah. on uh, 
Radio Free Brooklyn this morning. And again, that number is 904-351-0729. Now, Elizabeth, you are the book's editor at Hello Giggles. Where you have also uh, uh, served a number of other positions as well. Yes. You were the weekend editor for a long time. Yes. You had written uh, for them before. Yes. Becoming the book's editor. I was our branded content editor for a while. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> do you uh, 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 do you you do a lot of book reviewing in your in your uh, a day job? I do. Yeah, yeah. How's that? You know, I re- I find that I read less now that I am the books editor. Oh, interesting. Which, like less less for pleasure or yeah, less for the well, job? Well, both. Because okay. um, I mean, I'm not going to read and review a book if I don't genuinely, personally, myself want to read it. Right. So that's not the problem, but. There are so I write about so many books on such mm. a on such for the most part a, a general scale that I can't just like read every single one. And so sure. I find myself like digging through books and and not necessarily reading them from start to finish more so than I used to just like sit and read. Mm-hmm. I still read like I but it's just not nearly as much. Yeah. Or it's always like, oh, I have to read, but I have to take like diligent notes because I'm interviewing this person. Not that that's yeah. not enjoyable, but it's a different yeah. type of read. You have the the uh, probably the dream job for like every English major mm-hmm. where you you literally get paid to read. Yeah, yeah not hourly. But, yeah, but um, you have to read books for your job. <laughs> yeah, I get so much book mail; it's outrageous. <laughs> and most people, it's not a problem because mm-hmm. they work in an office and it just comes to their office. Right. And I work from home. Mm-hmm. Because the Hello Giggles office is in L.A. And I just get books after book every single day. Like my doorbell is buzzing all day. My dogs are barking. I'm getting book mail. My neighbors hate me because they pile up and there are so many books. And it sounds like, oh, what a terrible problem to have. And like, you know. (laughs) There are worse things, right? But it's a space issue. Yes, it's a I space mean, we, issue. I we we uh, we live here in uh, in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We're not. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no. We got tiny little apartments. Exactly. Ugh. It's a nice problem to have. So yes, I yes. suppose I do have the dream job for for Engl- every English major, yeah, yeah, every yeah. book lover. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Uh, uh, I was an English major. Here's a little bit of a, a, a personal detail for the listeners out there, because you know I'm usually so guarded. <laughs> uh, I was an English major and I would, I was, there were so many people in my classes who were just like, uh, yeah, I didn't do the, didn't do the, the reading. I was like, but this is the easiest major. <laughs> this is, we just sit around. We don't have to do math. We don't have to really do much at all. I was not an English major. Well, yeah, you, you, what did you do? Copywriting. Okay. Yeah. 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 And I even to the point where my, one of my professors was like, you should take a creative writing class. So mm-hmm. I saw, I was like, fine. So I signed up for one and I dropped it because I saw how much you would have to write. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How things so... have changed. Wow. <laughs> Everyone's like, this girl sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that being said, I don't think you missed out on that much because creative writing workshops at the college level are across the board terrible. Yeah. I mean, I think there's probably like five good like undergraduate <laughs> professors out there. Yeah. Uh and uh you know they're not they're not at the state schools, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I made the right choice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you have a skill. You have a skill set that you have like a a, a degree in, mm-hmm. you know. I don't think most uh most arts humanities folks feel the same way. <laughs> Do you feel like you use your degree? No. 
Of course not. Well, we're talking books right now. Thing, of, oh, yeah, of course we are. I mean, I used it in the sense that I have a a, a personal interest <laughs> in it that it, that the that that you know. that I know how to read. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. But I'm not like talking about Judith Butler all the time. True. Although more so these days. True. Judith Butler uh, uh, got in trouble recently. This is like way down the depths of uh, of uh, <laughs> academic gossip. Um, Judith Butler like defended a professor at NYU who was like accused of uh, a long term sexual harassment of students. Um, uh, and her defense was basically like, well, she's uh, contributed so much great scholarship that we should kind of give her a pass. Which, I'm, uh, I'm deeply rolling my eyes for <laughs> yeah. everyone else who can't yeah, just see. So we'll, we'll, we'll do a, uh, we'll do a, uh, 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 what are they, like a boomerang of <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> rolling her eyes at Judith Butler. <laughs> but you also, in Hello Giggles, wrote about one of my favorite pop culture figures. Who is it? Who is it? Here's a, here's a little hint, folks. It's a top ten. It's a top, is it a top, it's a top I one? I don't even know. <laughs> is it a top one? I don't know. Uh well let's uh, I don't know how 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 uh, uh high did this song uh did this song get when we hold on whoop, whoop, let's just cue it up oh. first man to walk on the moon first man ad first this is a disaster oh, no. this show is over this show is uh, over fun fact that is that movie's based on a book uh the right stuff oh isn't there no I think it was big that slash there's, another one? there's a bio- biography with the same name I don't know okay here we go. <laughs> It's this lady. Oh. <laughs> Here she is. Here it goes. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Yeah. What you just made me do. Look what you just made me Song of last summer. <laughs> it's been a while. I, I Not even. Sometimes it feels like it just came out, but it's been like over a year. Yes. I finally listened to the album start to finish. Finally? Finally. Like recently. Like like two weeks ago. <laughs> what did you think? They loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Enough time has gone by now mm-hmm. that it, it wasn't wrapped up in all these like Taylor Swift's not being woke enough. Yeah. Things. Uh, uh, Just enjoy it. And it's it's great. I the album seems to me, and you can you can uh, uh, see if if I'm I'm you know on on the mark on this. It seems to me like reputation is Taylor Swift saying, "Yes, I am this crazy." You actually have no idea how crazy. And also, I'm drunk most of the time. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a tacit admission of uh, uh, of that. Yeah. Yeah, you're in. You're in on this read. I'm in. I um I listen to the album a lot. I have I have terrible taste in. I mean, t- Taylor Swift's amazing, but I have terrible taste in music. Like, I don't find new music. I don't sure. listen to new music. You're I not have trolling your Spotify Discover. Yeah, I have like four albums on my phone and three of them are Taylor Swift and one of them's Hamilton. Like, <laughs> okay, and, cool. So I listen to the album a lot when I'm like walking places mm-hmm. and I've listened to it over and over and over and agree with your assessment. <laughs> she just, it's her saying, well, okay, I don't care. Yeah. You, you got me, but you also don't even know how bad it gets. Yeah. In the death of her reputation. Yeah. She felt truly alive. That was. Did you see that from my post? Yes. She, that was what flashed on the screen at the end of the concert for those who have not been to the Reputation Stadium yes. tour. So we should say you wrote about going to see her at the MetLife Stadium. Yes. Uh, over the summer on her Reputation tour yes. for Hello Giggles. Yes. Uh, and it was a, as you call it, spectacular. Yes. Um, I would like to say first that I wrote about it mostly because she shares reviews of her concerts on her Instagram stories. <laughs> 
And I was like, she shares like much smaller publication stories than she does Hello Giggles. Right. And so I was like, oh, great. And the headline is a is a lyric. Um, it's like a if if like if a real Swift if you were a real Swifty, you would have read it and been like, oh, that's cute. Um, and so I was like, oh, let's like let's get her to share it, and mm. she never did. Mm. And I was like. I think it went up at like the wrong time because it went up like a little late in the day oh, to yeah. where she was just already getting ready for her next show or yeah. I don't know. But I was so disappointed. That was the main <laughs> reason that I wrote about it was because I was like, she's going to share you it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's going to have been the start of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. And everyone sure, at Hell Giggles you on Twitter. And I was like so transparent and everyone at Hell Giggles was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> review it. And it was so, so the concert, it was pouring down rain the entire time. Yes. Like, like monsooning rain. Mm-hmm. And I was keeping, I was like trying to take notes on my phone of like yeah. the set list. And cause you know, she like changes things up and she doesn't always do the same thing. Right. Um, Despite it being like the most produced show yes. ever. Yes. And so, I mean, I'm, it was pouring rain, but I was still taking my notes and mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Right. I saw her on the tour before that. You went to 1989? Yes, at the same venue. Uh, Can we talk about how long it takes to get there? Yes. My God. <laughs> well, did you take the bus from Port Authority? I took the... Uh, no, I took the New Jersey Transit. The train? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to take the shuttle bus from Port Authority. That's... You should have... Every time... Me. Well, I mean, I, don't, I didn't know you were going. <laughs> <laughs> Every time there's a concert, they run a, a shuttle bus from Port I think it's like six oh, bucks each way. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's really good. I, I take it out there to see the balls. <laughs> um, I'd like to interrupt quickly mm. on that note and say that Colby once did an amazing Bruce Springsteen impression during an improv. Set. I did. Yeah, it was on. It was on. It was at UCB. When was it? It was during a class show. What? What? I think. What was the? I don't remember this at all. I don't either. What was the? I don't remember. Was it? Mm, wow. Now I gotta know. I know. You've also Let's done dig a, up the tapes. You've also done a John Lennon. Oh, that I, I do remember. Yeah. John Lennon. It was in well, topical now, you know. Yes. John Lennon will just jerk yes. off with all his <laughs> Anyway, Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> it took so, and it took so long to get home and it was mis- it mm. took four hours to get home. I'm oh not exaggerating. God. I mean, like door to door, like yeah. from, you know, and then all the way to Brooklyn. But it was all all the way to Brooklyn. But it was it was and it was pouring down rain. Yeah. It was a nightmare. You were just like standing on the platform yes. for a while? Yeah. Yeah, because it's thronged after. Yeah. That's just like 60,000 people venue. It was that probably wild. Out, right? Yeah. Out. Yeah. 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 It is. It, the first time I went, I also saw her there on the Red Tour. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, the first time I went, it was like shocking, like how how in your face the like corporate sponsorships were. Is yes. it the same? Because like, like before the show starts, they're like playing like. Her her kids ad at the time was mm-hmm. like was like just all these videos of like her and her gal pals and, and her uh, and her diet coke uh, yeah, yeah yeah diet cokes is big, um, yeah it was it was interesting because you know you go to other con- like big concerts like that and it's it's not quite as I mean it's super obvious but it's not quite as like in your face front and center yeah yeah that was very interesting yeah but that's I think that's how you have to survive as uh, at at that level now. and now that we know that she just doesn't care anymore right she's just like go great all yeah. the ads what do you think is next for her what do you think the next album looks like i feel like she's gonna try to do like a not a different genre but i feel like maybe she's just gonna try to push it somewhere completely different mm-hmm. i don't know what that would be yeah i don't know either but i feel like it'll be because now, because what do you do after this? 
I don't know the the sound that's been getting like increasingly busy since Red. I think it's like so stuffed full on reputation. And like we'll be listening to it because my boyfriend will put it on because he'll mm-hmm. be like, "Well, you." only like Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I'm like, you secretly like Taylor Swift too because you keep putting this on. But he... Yeah, he's every, not putting up a fight. Yeah, every couple songs would be like, oh, this is such a Jack Antonoff song. Like, you oh, can just sure. hear it. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 yeah. I think mean, there's a place for that. I mean, I think people uh, 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 give her kind of like a, a rough go sometimes for like all the changes she's gone through. But, you know. But like, it just keeps it interesting. Yeah, whatever. It's still fun to listen to. Right. Yeah. All the stuff and, is fun. I mean... We all, like, can you imagine every single part of your life being, like, like all of the things that you've done being, like, publicly scrutinized? Right. I mean, like, now I'm getting into a whole well, it's other like, thing, but, like... It's like, there's always going to be another one, you yeah. know? Like, uh, like after that last Katy Perry album, which, like, was, like, pretty bad, everyone was like, man, I can't believe Katy Perry sucks now. And I'm just like, well, maybe this one is not yeah. so hot, but I don't think you can say... Just because the not new over. album, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Katy Perry is canceled. <laughs> She's not canceled. <laughs> no, yeah. Katie That's Perry. a good question, though. I don't know what Taylor's going to do next. I don't know. I really, I, I, I feel like it's not too far away, but I feel like it's going to be great when we get the MTV unplugged uh, version. Yeah. Of whatever, whatever the next. She's one also is. in a pretty like she has got her her thing down to like a, a science. Mm-hmm. Like every like fall like it's like always a, like a september october november type yes album release and mm-hmm. then she spends the next year on tour yeah and then at the end of that next fall she's it's just every two years mm-hmm. how does yeah, rihanna do it anyway I don't know. she puts out like an album every year anyway. i mean look rihanna's amazing <laughs> <laughs> uh but everybody at that level i think they're just like committed to that schedule you know mm-hmm. and i think it's like i i honestly think it's like the only way they can stay sane is like keeping roots in that like thing that they that actually made them famous in the first place, mm-hmm. which is the the craft. The craft. You know. Nine oh four three five one oh seven two nine if you want to call in. That's nine oh four three five one oh seven two nine. And I certainly suggest that you do. Do now, you have any other questions about Taylor Swift? Oh, I mean look Or the or the concert. Well, do you have anything you wanna wanna say about it? I'm putting it back on you. I like, so I, every, like everything bothers me. Like everything puts me in a bad mood. Sure. And like for, but like under, there are no circumstances other than a Taylor Swift concert where I could be standing in the pouring rain and be like, this is the best thing that's ever (laughs) happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun. Mm Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Like so, I, have, I have nothing else to you're, say. You're advocating <laughs> for people to uh, go to more concerts in the rain. Yeah, more and, outdoor concerts. In and the of rain. course, like she was on another level because, like, rain is like her. She, you know, she was like aroused all mm-hmm. night because of like she was like loving the fact that she had a rain show. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's her like thing. And she yeah, played every songs song is from like, like every era because every song she has songs about rain. Right. Yeah. So it was just yeah a true Swifty dream. <laughs> That's uh that's very cool. We have our our first caller. Oh, we have a call on the line. Yes, we do. I'll stop talking about Taylor. Call, uh, nonsense, caller. You are on the <laughs> line with me and Elizabeth Entenman. Hey, Colby. Ah, Tim Keck. Hey, hi. How's it going? It's going oh my great. God, I love Taylor Swift. I like uh, I like her country stuff. I kind of like we were talking about with the uh, the unplugged. Like, at what point 
does this artist like you know get so over being like super famous and being like the richest person in the world and just gets back to basics? I'm talking one woman, one guitar, one one like 200 seat room, just in some grungy basement somewhere, just like playing playing what's on her heart, you know, instead of playing what's on Coca Cola's agenda. That's what I want to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> It would be great if the next Taylor Swift album was just called Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke, the new album by Taylor Swift. Yeah, Diet Coke. Coke, just Coke would be a very different album. Coke, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, that's true. If she had, if she needs a drug album, and then she needs, like, an I'm in recovery and just getting back in touch. With yeah, maybe she does, like, a uh, like a George Harrison-style, like, like, uh, um... Like Indian influenced like thing like there's a lot of sitars on the next Taylor Swift album. <laughs> like very world. She's got like a fifty piece band. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The studio they have to rent like the largest studio. <laughs> it's like that scene in Dewey Cox where he's got like the, the jungle animals exactly. in the studio with him. <laughs> yeah. I, you, uh, you put on the next Taylor Swift you know, album and you just hear uh you just hear You're on the phone with your girlfriend. She's upset. <laughs> Honestly, we're not far from that, though. Yeah. I mean, it would be an unexpected move <clears throat> if Taylor Swift was, like, started hanging out in an ashram. Who's the artist that she could pair herself with to get ultimate, like, like smart music appeal? You know, smart music like, you, you appeal. See, like, like Lady Gaga started hanging out with Tony Bennett, you know, like she got <laughs> famous and then she's like, yeah, but I just want to say, I think it's interesting. Out with Tony Bennett. Like, who's that for Taylor Swift? She just takes Tony oh. Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly who. And I'm just going to check and make sure she's still alive <laughs> first. Just checking. Uh-oh. Just checking. It's <laughs> a bad sign. Yep. Still alive. Carol King. Carol King is oh. my call. Wow. Or who did you're so vain? Who is that? Um, oh, Carly Simon. Yeah. I think it's probably she's probably closer to Carly Simon, but Carol King would be Damn. the one. I think. Imagine this. Man, imagine this. Covering you're so vain. Taylor Swift comes out. Carol King brings out Carol King, and they do it on "You've Got a Friend" <clears throat> on the MTV Unplugged. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Taylor just starts touring with that. Yeah! 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 It's them just doing like, I like two that. pianos. I, I like the idea yeah. of that. Yeah, like it happens in, in like wrestling sometime where somebody like gives when when one person gives something to another person and it's like I'm going to give you this song. But mm. Dolly Parton gave Molly Cyrus like Jolene. Did that happen? Yeah. Okay. It's like Mar yeah. uh, like Dolly Parton is like her. She's her uh, godmother. Her, oh. like, uh, godmother or some shit. That's and then they cool. They started doing songs together. Like it started as a duet. And then it just like became Miley doing it solo. Wow! I mean, that's great. Is it sad I knew too much about the country phase of Miley Cyrus? <laughs> I kind of hope that Taylor just takes Tony Bennett from Lady Gaga. I mean, yeah, yeah, and then that could be her next celebrity feud. Mm -hmm. Now that she and Katy yeah. Perry are cool. <laughs> Tim, 
Yeah. You know what I was also interested in is this uh, idea of, like, standing in the rain for a Taylor Swift concert is, like, the best way to observe Taylor Swift. Like, I don't know. There's got to be other elements that would work, you know? Like, maybe uh, Pitbull just makes himself, like, exclusive to Hurricane <laughs> or, like, somebody else just is always performing near forest fires. Yeah. Definitely. Like, oh, yeah, the smoke and the fire burning very close to us is what I always think of when I think of, uh, I don't know, uh, six by nine. Or yeah. Yeah. This could be a whole series of like, what is the best environment in which to see certain artists? I've, you know, there's obviously uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen is in an abandoned steel mill <laughs> is one of them. Uh, Billy Joel. uh yeah, his his like Long Island estate where he has his helicopter. That bum. Uh, it's just on a helicopter. Oh yeah, yeah. Billy Joel in a helicopter. That's a, take that idea, James Corden. <laughs> helicopter karaoke with Billy Joel. You bum. Two. It's a race to the bottom for those two. <laughs> helicopter karaoke. I know he just did Stevie Wonder on and cried a lot. Wait, uh, James Corden has Stevie Wonder on. James Corden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did they? Did he do? Uh, was, what, what did he do? What were, did he do? Uh, I don't know. I didn't oh, watch it. once I, in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not excited about Stevie Wonder, and I always feel odd when when uh, celebrity. I'm sure it's the age gap. Where like James uh-huh. Corden is like, oh my god, it's Stevie Wonder, and I'm just like, oh my god, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that one of my favorite things on the internet is it's a it's like a deadspin article or something. It's like the Stevie Wonder truther movement of a group of yes. people who don't believe that he's blind. They don't believe he's blind. Yeah. I read that article like every couple months. <laughs> it's so funny. It, it lays like, out a lot of evidence. Case. With respect, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's make this an official stance of the show. Stevie Wonder not blind and uh, boring. <laughs> no, I'm okay with Stevie Wonder. I just like, I like the idea that... Uh, um, Cor- Wait, did you say James Corden is crying <laughs> during this carpool karaoke? Yeah, I was just scrolling through, and it says James Corden cries when Stevie Wonder does carpool karaoke. Like what the title of this article? That's the right. most. That's the most YouTube title. Yeah. So it's like you you turn <laughs> on carpool it's karaoke, really and it's like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> blubbering. Oh, that guy. I don't even. I don't even know why he drives me so nuts. James Corden. He was funny in Ocean's Eight. He was funny. He, was he funny. is funny. I think he's a funny, nice guy. He's like what Jimmy Fallon like started out at. Yeah, That's maybe it's funny. that he's British. Maybe I don't like <laughs> that. But he's doing Jimmy Fallon, right? Like, I, he's doing that show. He's doing, like, popcorn candy. It's like yeah. a party. You just, like, turn your brain off and, like, enjoy it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Maybe you're he's right, He's a fun too. conductor. I don't know. I, I just I can't get behind it. A fun conductor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, like, not, like, uh, on the you know, like, Conan train. wants to be, like, a comedian. Yeah. And Colbert wants to make some, like, real points and be viewed as an intellectual. And Corn's like... Also, my new judge of character is like if you were invited to the royal wedding or not. And James Corden was invited to the royal wedding. Maybe you know what? Maybe he's cool. Maybe he's cool. Who was invited? Who was a surprise? Idris Elba. Okay, Um, like that. Serena Williams. Like that. Yeah. Serena Williams. Yes, Tim. Yes. Um, and her husband. Um, uh, the Beckhams. Mm, Right. 
Oprah. England's only export, the Beckhams. <laughs> Oprah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tom Hardy. Interesting. Who else? You're naming a lot of British people. Well, doy. Oprah. <laughs> I know, but if you're saying that's your judge of character, then you're just going to favor everyone with an accent. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm saying. And Oprah. <laughs> you're like, anyone with an accent or Oprah is okay in my book. I also think that there are so many people that I don't realize are British because they so often play without the accent. Who's Who yeah. else? Is Tom like, Hardy uh, British? Yeah, totally. Isn't yeah, he yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. I mean, he... Maybe he's Scottish. He uses his real accent in Inception. Oh. He also is one of those people that I am always like, what do you look like? Because I feel like he looks insane and everything. He's a chameleon. Yeah. He becomes the part. He's always wearing masks. Yeah. So that's on me. That's on me. Now I'm just, okay. Well, see, Serena Williams isn't British. Yeah. I think his real voice is like, uh, you've got to dream a little bigger, darling, as opposed to, <laughs> I'm going to destroy your city. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and as opposed to his famous line in, uh, in uh, what should we call it? What was that? Uh, Mad Max. Well, I don't know. What was anything it? In that movie? There was like hardly any it. dialogue in that movie. You didn't get that? So I just paused and didn't say anything because you know he doesn't say anything in that movie. <laughs> it was a pretty killer joke. I'm gonna blame the I'm gonna blame the phone line. No, that was, that was no, pretty no, good that's, rule of threes and everything. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, no, I made crush. No, no, Tim, next time, Tim, don't don't next time. That was that was great. I'm gonna do that every time until it works. <laughs> it was my fault. I you were ahead of me. You were ahead of me. Tim, what's that? Uh, what's the place to be, man? I want to walk hand in hand with my audience, you know? <laughs> I want to put myself on a pedestal. Priyanka Chopra was also at the royal wedding. Wow, okay. I'm trying to, th- I'm, I'm racking my brain. It was? Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra, Chopra from, what's that? Show? Quantico? Quantico, yes. And from Nick Jonas. Oh, are they, uh, they're, they're, oh, they're yeah, engaged. Nick Jonas. Whoa, mm-hmm. man. Things will never wow. see. I didn't know until recently that Blake Lively was uh, married to Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Yo, Quantico is like too much woman for Nick Jonas. <laughs> Just calling her Quantico. Can I say that? I looked at them together and I was like, no, he can't handle that. <laughs> Do you think he calls her Quantico? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Quantico? <laughs> yeah, he just loves the show. Uh, Tim, any final thoughts? Um, I don't know. No, I mean I, I want to go see a concert. I'd go see Taylor Swift. I'm open to it. Let's uh, uh, yeah, let's let's find someone to go see if we can get the listeners to pay for you and me going to a show. Like a yeah, big, like a big it, show, like a big Madison Square Garden show. Let's look it up right now. Right, let's that's what you're talking about. Because we could go to one tonight. We could go to one tonight, and it could just be anybody. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. All right, so here's here's the next thing tonight at Madison Square Garden, okay? Disney Junior Dance Party on tour. <laughs> Dude, you know I love dance parties. You know I love Disney. I'm oh, so there. Wait, it's happening at twelve noon. Okay, maybe we can't get there. <laughs> maybe we, no. Okay, t- Thursday, September twenty. Now, Cole. Paul Simon, uh, Nico it, Case. It would be very funny if the rest of your show was dead air because you left early. Because of <laughs> I would see Nico Case. Who doesn't love Nico Case? Yeah. Nico Case tweeted this morning that uh 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 I'm just gonna read the thing because it is uh my favorite 
take on uh, Star is Born that I've ever seen, which is... Let's find... This is a great great show. Tim, talk about A Star is Born while I find this tweet. Okay. A Star is Born. I'm super excited about it. I did have some spoilers thrown at me. Mm -hmm. Not from the movie itself, but from uh, the older versions of the movie. There's been two uh, movies... Uh, one involved Barbara Streisand, one involved somebody else beforehand. Judy and, Garland. Uh, from what I've heard, they've both been pretty bad and uh, unwatchable, but with elements that, of course, would attract people like Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, Tim. who are looking to make, I think, that, that artist push, that Oscar push. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper, probably with the best uh, of intentions, but I, I, I went from being very stoked about this movie per the trailer to being uh, not as excited about this and trying to temper my expectations. Yeah, it's in your face too much, right? I will say I, I saw just, the... Tra- I think... Uh, uh, no, excuse me, Tim. Back off. <laughs> no, my, no. my studio I'm guest is trying... You told me to stall. <laughs> I saw the trailer in a theater yesterday, and I cried. Okay, how about that, Tim? Because maybe it was because it was in, it's like, the dark trailer. theater. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the tweet from Nico Case. Bradley Cooper is the beige demon who makes sure very standard white dudes get to be in everything. He turns a scene to damp sugar quicksand with his treesly fingers and convinces you his vile incantations are him speaking adorable French. I will fight him. Stand back. (laughs) Nico is the angriest Nico case has ever been on Twitter. It's so, so funny to me. So funny. Anyway, Tim, thank you for doing that. Anytime. I think Bradley Cooper is like a good guy who's like a notch away from being someone you can't stand. Yeah, that's that's probably true. <laughs> like he's got this kind of douchey quality about him. Yeah. Uh, but from all accounts, he seems like a pretty cool dude. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's like Wet Hot American Summer and like hung out, hangs out with comics and stuff. I mean, yeah. he wasn't invited to the royal wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's a good that's a good barometer. <laughs> Tim, you no know Oprah or British person. A pleasure okay, to be I'm on out. the. It's a pleasure to be on the radio with you again. Later. Oh, wow! Now, wow! Just the brush off, just the brush off there from my most loyal caller, <laughs> Elizabeth Antonman. We are now going to move into the staple of Young Persons Radio. Ready. The segment that has evolved over decades of study of the world's greatest interviewers, including Terry Gross, uh, Charlie Rose. (laughs) Um, The Young Persons Radio guest questionnaire. A series of questions we ask every guest. The first question. Who is an actor or actress who every time they come on screen, you go, oh, neat. (laughs) Um, see I don't think that 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 the answer is necessarily like who's your favorite no right Um, you're surprised by this person uh, you expect to see them in this thing you're watching and yet here they are Judy (laughs) Greer yeah this is the ultimate answer of this question. Have people said that before? I think someone has said it before, but it's my favorite one as well. Yeah, because, and you know why? Because you go, oh, 
oh, every time. Yeah. And then every, depending on who you're with, everybody says she's from something different. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Judy Greer. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's Nailed super, it. super talented and uh, wish her all the best. Would love to get her on this show. <laughs> Honestly, she would probably do it. Uh, yeah. Then people could say they know her from Young Birds yeah. Radio. <laughs> Tim got recognized from this show once. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. You are stricken ill. What show do you put on while you heal? Friends. Friends? Okay, mm-hmm. right away. Right away. Had it right there. What did you do before Friends was all on Netflix? I have all the DVDs. Oh, okay. Easy. Mm-hmm. And, I still, and I still have them. Favorite season? Seven. Rank the Friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, well, I mean, okay, Chandler. Chandler's at the top? Yeah. Okay, go on. Because I deeply identify with him and understand him mm. on levels that... I don't think that I wouldn't most understand. People do, yeah. Uh, Chandler, Phoebe, yeah, nice. Um, Joey, mm-hmm. Monica, mm-hmm. Ross, Rachel. Gotcha. There's all kinds of rankings you could do, but that's just like the overall. That's yeah. Yeah, I think we should open up the phones. That's a controversial <laughs> take. <laughs> Man. This is devastating. Did Chandler that, at the top. Did did that? <laughs> who's at the top of your list? Phoebe, baby. Yeah, I know. I love Phoebe. Yeah. And this is a stock answer, of course. Yeah. Of course. It's like saying George Harris is your favorite Beatle. See, I yeah. But I love Phoebe. I love. I put uh, her second. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's great people. It's a consolation prize. <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> Chandler, number one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I respect. I respect this. I respect this take. Question three: What's an internet trend that drives you nuts? Um, right now it's YouTubers making back to school videos, but prefacing them with being like, "Don't you hate it when YouTubers make back to school videos? They're all thirty, and it's like <laughs> Hold on. you're making a back to school video." How many uh, 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 high school age YouTubers do you follow regularly? None. They're all like thirty. Okay. But they all make back to school videos and then they all gotcha. make video. But then they all start them by being like, isn't it weird how everyone makes back to school videos? And but, it's like, but you're doing it. What does the 30 year old have to say about the back to school? That's what, season? that's what they say. That's what they're like. Oh, God. Like none of these YouTubers are in high school. It's so annoying that everyone makes back to school <laughs> videos. But then they make one. But then what? They make videos about going to Walmart and getting colored pencils. What do yeah, they do? Yeah. It's like school supply hall or it's like making fun of back to school hacks or like. In the in the act well, of in they, the act of making a video, making fun of back to school videos, they're, they're still making, making a back okay. to school video. Well, I mean, I guess they know what their 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 audience is. Yeah, right. They're, their demos. But me, you know? I'm there. I I'm not the typical audience of someone Fair who watches enough. YouTube. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Gen Z, Gen Z is all they're all in high school. Yeah, <laughs> all of Gen Z all is of, in every high school single member right now at this very moment. Next question. You find yourself in a casino. You look down in your hand. What's that? It's $200 worth of chips. Which game do you play first? Slots. Slots. Because no one has said here's this. why. Because talk I I the, the thought of like having to sit at a table and like not really know what's going on or like mm-hmm. not really understand the little like nuances of what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Crippling. Okay. 
the anxiety, the performance yes. anxiety. Yeah, I okay. can't even order a sandwich, <laughs> like <laughs> because there's too many. They ask too many questions. Yeah, um, and I just would play slots. Yeah, what what about Chipotle? I know that, what I get, but it's yeah. still it's still I get like <sighs> yeah. You know what's interesting about Chipotle? Let me tell you what's interesting about Chipotle. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always depending on which one you go to. Sometimes they know right away. Sometimes they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, steak burrito. And they're like, okay. And then they remember steak. Mm. Other times they're like, what meat? Like I didn't even ask. <laughs> like I didn't even say. I've gotten to the point where I order on the app and pick it up because oh, I gotcha. don't want to go through the line. Of, oh, come on. Of, of pointing What are to you things. afraid of? Boy, <laughs> don't ask that with 10 minutes. Left. I bet you're one of those people who's like, I hate talking on the phone. No, I love it. Oh, see, there we go. Yeah, there, that's more like it. Yeah. Talking on the phone is great. I think this has become a thing that people actually don't mind, but they say they they don't like it because it's like an Internet joke. I love it's it. It's like a meme. Everyone's that's, just like, that's, oh, my I love least, that's my least favorite Internet thing. Is people being saying like, <laughs> what? Go ahead. No, it's just people being like mm, talking on the phone. <laughs> Me when I talk on the phone and it's like a picture of. A cat freaking yeah. out or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it's almost like like look. I love talking to like people I know on the phone, especially if they like don't live here. It's like it's fun to like talk on the phone and like walk oh, yeah. around, and it's like it's 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 great. That's what but, I do when I walk. I right? leave my yes. my friends and I all still call and leave voicemails and actually listen to them, and it's nice. It's it, it's nice, but I think when people say they like hate talking on the phone. But because so much of like communication with your friends is like done in texting, what they mean is, oh, I hate calling Amazon customer service when my package is late. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or like, I hate calling my doctor to find out like test results. Yeah. Surprisingly, that, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Because you can't, you don't have to like, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. You're not like you, you you can like make notes and like but I do I will say I do mm. make like a little script for like what I need to remember to say. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause you because otherwise I get that. flustered and Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you're making like a uh, a business call mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. You gotta make sure you check all your boxes. You don't wanna wait on that uh, that phone queue for longer than you have to. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. I- People talking on the phone. Maybe that's why <laughs> no one wants to call the show except Tim. Oh. Tim is the only one who Tim lives in the absence of fear. <laughs> and you all should be more like Tim, okay? Tim, look, I just want to say this since we're on the subject. This guy, he's this guy. I feel like uh, uh, we take it for granted sometimes <laughs> here because he calls every week. This guy's the best. He's doing exactly what I say at the beginning. Hey, call the show, and he's the only one who's like, "All right, I'll do it." <laughs> you're, you're, you people are a disgrace. <laughs> I want you to stop listening. Stop listening to the show. Final question. As we as we wind down mm. here, what is the dumbest thing that's ever made you cry? Probably um, the Lady Gaga trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, uh, I I as by by way of courtesy, I reveal my what is answer yours? to this question often, and uh, uh, people at home. This is where you take a shot in the drinking game. <laughs> so when I talk about this, I once cried while walking around in Williamsburg, once shed tears to this. <laughs> wow. 
no. <laughs> Can't listen to it for too long. Can't. It'll make you cry again. It's too sad. No, it's very moving. Very moving. Mm-hmm. And that is the young person's radio guest questionnaire. Did I pass? Aside from Phoebe Chandler, did I pass? You got an A. Okay. Yeah, it would have been an A plus. That, <laughs> but, uh, but <laughs> yeah, people, uh, 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 people put Chandler first. They don't get it. I think he's the worst friend. He has a bad attitude. I have a bad attitude. Okay, well, uh, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I understand him on other levels, I think. Such as? Oh, he just like, well, he, like all the things that we just talked about of like unnecessary, like anxiety about things that aren't really like a big deal, but holds you back, mm-hmm. like ordering a Chipotle, like Chandler can't go to Chipotle, you right, know? Right, I get Chandler that. Chandler orders on the app. Yeah, like Chandler yeah. has like family problems like Chandler ha- you know what I mean like he's got a whole like mess of parent parent stuff going on like yeah, sure. he's just he's he like has crippling fear of dating like he just does everything wrong but he doesn't mean to I don't know alright you're making a case for Chandler yeah. okay that's that's a fine enough note to go out <laughs> on here Elizabeth com. thank you so much <laughs> for joining us today thank you for having me. i had such a nice time talking to you i did too if you ever want to uh, uh come back and talk more about taylor swift maybe when the next uh the next album tour, comes out yeah yeah we'll review the next album that is a great idea yeah so mark your calendars now listeners <laughs> elizabeth returns in 2019 Fall 2019 because <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get one lord knows we will anything where can people find you online um I most of my handles are just my last name Entenman on mm-hmm. on Instagram I'm Entenman on don't please don't find me on Facebook but I'm uh-huh. Entenman <laughs> uh-huh. uh, on Twitter I'm Elizabenton because Entenman was taken mm-hmm. yeah nice so I'm very Googleable okay well that's uh, that's good to know of course the rest of you can stick around for point of order which are coming in here momentarily and you can come back next week where we will be back believe it or not believe it or not. We'll have two episodes in a row, like it's uh, like it's August 2018 or something. <laughs> but thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, thanks to Tim for uh, 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 for calling in. Stick around for Point of Order. They will be here momentarily. In the meantime, here are sports from their new album. It's a song called Cadillac. Bye! Oh,